Welcome to Keep You 100 Radio. I'm your host, Felicity Pointer, type 1 diabetic, certified health coach, personal trainer, and founder of Needles and Spoons Health and Wellness. Inside this podcast, you'll find the real and raw conversations around diabetes management, including the lessons that we don't learn in our endos office, my best tips and trainings, and conversations from the experts that I trust inside the community so that you can create more predictability in your diabetes management and feel empowered while doing so. Let's dive in. So I've been living with type 1 diabetes for eight years, and of those eight years, I've been on an insulin pump for seven and a half. That means I've gone through 912 site changes, and that's not even counting my continuous glucose monitor. If you're living with diabetes, then you know that these diabetes devices are precious, and when we're just trying to do the things that we love, like being active, hanging out with our friends, traveling, we literally do not have time for our devices coming off and then dealing with insurance on top of that to deal with replacements. That is why I'm so happy that I found Syngrip, my favorite diabetes patch company, three years ago. Before finding them, my devices used to always knock off on doorways or sweat off after a workout. But since finding them, I can honestly say that I can go to the gym four days a week, sweat it up in hot yoga, go to the beach, and travel without having to worry about anything happening to my devices. As a type 1 diabetic who wants to make the most out of these experiences, I can't tell you how comforting it is to know that I have one less thing to worry about. Whether you're on an insulin pump or a continuous glucose monitor, you can try out SkinGrip at SkinGrip.com and save on your order by using the code LISSIE, L-I-S-S-I-E, at checkout. Now let's dive into this episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Keep 100 Radio. We are kicking off a newer segment that we thought would be really beneficial to the type 1 community, especially because there's just so much information online and it can be pretty difficult to find credible resources and just find strategies that really work for you. So we are starting a new T1D tip segment on the podcast hosted by myself and my co-coach inside of Keep You 100, Jessica Herlicka. If you have not met her before, she is a registered dietitian and certified diabetes care and education specialist. And she's the nutrition coach inside of our signature programs, Keep You 100 and our private coaching. So I will pass the mic to Jess to allow her to introduce herself. And then we will get kicked off with today's episode. Yeah. So like Lissy said, I am the nutrition coach inside of keeping it 100. Um, I myself do not have type one diabetes, but I have been in the diabetes space now for over a decade. Um, and I just love, you know, working with our clients and showing them that food doesn't have to be restricted around diabetes. So we talk all about food and recipes and all that kind of fun stuff. Which leads us to the main topic of today's episode, which is a common question that we've been getting from a lot of our clients inside of Keep 100, um, specifically in the first week or two inside the program. Because if you don't know, one of the first steps that we take inside the program is having everybody kind of keep track and assess their everyday habits and behaviors. And one of those habits and behaviors that we specifically talk about is the, the how much of a balanced meal that they're having throughout their week. And that's kind of the big, that's a big question mark that we get sometimes is what constitutes a balanced meal? How is this supporting my blood sugars? And how can I take an approach that doesn't feel restrictive, but still supports my blood sugars? So we are going to talk all about that in today's episode by talking about a little strategy that we use that Jess has brought to us called the PFF method. Um, So if you haven't heard of the PFF method, Jess, can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So kind of going back to that, you know, balanced meal concept, the PFF method was kind of born to help everyone incorporate a balanced meal 
every day, every meal, and it's super easy strategy. And our clients really love it because like you said, it's not restrictive. It's not, you have to follow the certain protocol of putting things together. Um, And like I said, it can be fun and it can be a way to add more nutrients into your meals. So the PFF method is really standing for protein, fiber, and fat. And when you combine those things into your meals and you have that balance, you may notice you will have better um, blood sugars, you know, less of those quick spikes, less of those delayed spikes, um, because it helps your body to digest the meals more slowly, the way that your insulin is working in your body when you inject. So the timing of your meal pairs really nicely with the timing of your insulin. And like I said, it can just be a fun way to put meals together to add things and then also have those better blood sugars. Does it have any other impact on our, on our bodies? Um, just any other benefits? Yeah. I mean, it's a great way, like I said, to add more nutrients into your meals, but to also help you feel more, feel more full after eating. Um, so giving you that longer satiety in between meals, it also just helps to fuel your body for longer, right? So you have more energy when you're working out, when you're at work, when you're at school. Um, and it can just really kind of, you know, also fuel your workouts or, um, again, just bring more fun, more textures, more interest into your meals. So it doesn't feel like, oh, I just have to carb count and eat. Um, but you get to eat the things that you enjoy. Yeah. That was a huge game changer for me too, because going from a more low carb background to now being able to incorporate more foods, I was like, wow, this is a whole nother world. So can you just quickly speak to the benefits of this method versus other diets that maybe a little bit more restrictive, low carb, um, keto, those types of things. Yeah. And this has come up so much in our program because we've had a lot of people transition from low carb into incorporating more carbs. And it's amazing to watch, but you know, when you're going with a restrictive program, like low carb, or there are some programs out there that are low fat, um, you just feel like, like you said, you're restricted into these certain foods that you have to stay away from these certain foods that are safe foods. And what we see a lot with our clients is even if they're following a low carb method, they're still not having those blood sugars that they want. They're still not achieving their goals with their time and range with their A1C. And it's kind of, um, this myth that we're seeing that, oh, if you just follow this one strategy, it's going to work for everybody. Right. Um, and we see time and time again, that's not the case. So by using the PFF method, you can eat with your friends, eat with your family, you know, eat with your spouse, and you're not giving up certain things you can eat at restaurants. And it's just a way of balancing your meals with whatever scenario that you're in so that you can have good blood sugars, but also feel good and have fun with food. One of my favorite success stories is from one of our, our most recent clients who started out, you know, more on a low carb, high fat diet, had been doing that for a few years, but started recognizing, I don't even really like this. (laughs) It doesn't taste good to me. Uh, My blood sugars aren't really showing for it. So wanting to kind of refigure out what that balance meant to her. And she had gone from having all these high blood sugar spikes in the morning, having ketones. And lo and behold, as she started adding in more carbs, adding in more protein, more, more fiber and that well balance, she's like, wait, I'm not having blood sugar spikes anymore. I'm not having ketones anymore. I'm having more energy. So it's just so exciting to see that shift that can happen. Can you give some examples of what a PFF meal can look like? 
Yeah. So if we start with, let's say breakfast, um, you know, a meal that can be tricky that raises your blood sugar is if you have a meal, that's all carbohydrate at one time, right? If you have like toast, cereal and fruit and milk, you know, carbs, carbs, carbs. Um, sometimes that can be difficult for blood sugar. So if we add some of that protein in, we add some fiber and fat, you can still have a good blood sugar with some of those foods. So, um, a great way if we start with lean kind of protein. So for breakfast, that could be something like Turkey sausage, Turkey bacon, or eggs, um, peanut butter, protein powder. If you're doing a shake or something like that, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt. And then if you want to add fiber, um, like our client that you just mentioned, she really focused on like high fiber toast, um, and adding some berries that are really high in fiber, which is perfect, um, right now in summer. Um, Um, And then, you know, adding some type of healthy fat to breakfast as well could be avocados, which are really yummy. You could have things like nuts or seeds in your oatmeal or Greek yogurt, um, or you could have peanut butter, almond butter, something like that on toast. Which just sounds so much more filling than just a low carb of like eggs for breakfast or, you know, eggs and coffee, whatever it is. So Final question. Let's just say somebody's looking at their current meals in their day to day and they're like, I don't really know if I have that balance. And I know kind of that I want to explore this method. Where would be the first place that they can start? Yeah. So I would just kind of look at your plate and see what kind of components that you have in certain meals that you enjoy. Um, So if you know that you have your carb there, are there any other elements to the meal? Is there a high fiber component to the meal? Is there any protein? Um, Sometimes too, an easy way with the fiber is like, is there any color to my meal? You know, if the meal's all beige, it might not have as much fiber as if you had some greens or some fruit, um, something more vibrant. And then is there any kind of, you know, fats in there that I enjoy, which could be, you know, you could throw them into easy things like pastas or into salads. Um, So just looking if there's different colors, different textures. Um, I know sometimes we have this idea of like the perfect meal from social media, which is like the three components and they don't have to look like that necessarily, but just thinking, do I have some different elements into my meal? You know, if you think of something like if you like to eat pasta for dinner, if you're just having pasta with butter, okay, can we add some color there? Can we add some protein there? Um, Can you try a high fiber noodle? Um, Just kind to, you know, trying to explore some different options and don't feel like you have to add everything at once or change everything at once. This is a strategy you can take slow and just add different things in and see how that affects your blood sugar. I love it. And I think it takes a lot of pressure off of the perfect bolus too, of like having to pre-bolus at some amount of time or having to really like, you know, understand when you're eating out at a restaurant kind of takes that pressure off of it. So thank you so much for taking the time to talk about this with us. If you are somebody listening and you want some PFF ideas, we will be posting a whole bunch on our Keep 100 Instagram page. You can follow us there at KI100 official underscore. I will put it in the show notes. And of course you can find Jess on Instagram as well. Her whole feed is so like you drool just looking at it. Um, so Jess, do you want to mention your Instagram? Yeah. My Instagram is at Jessica underscore nutritionist. So come check me out there. Feel free to ask us any questions and thanks so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Thank you.